0: Well, there's certainly no doubt these days that many people are looking for God's glory in everything. And in the midst of life and the way things are happening, many are still looking for God's glory. So just where is God's glory? Where are we finding the presence of God, the powerful, gloriful presence of God? These days in the midst of this crazy world that we're living in, Well, many of you know that uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Wendy and I were on vacation, and uh, we made our way back, of course, uh, Wednesday. As we traveled through Tucson, um, well, life is a lot different these days. We're making our way through Tucson, and we thought, well, we were going by Trader Joe's. One of the things that we try to do when we're in Tucson is we try to stop at Trader Joe's and, you know, store up and... um, Get a few things that are specific to Trader Joe's. So Wendy pulls in. She's in the parking lot. She parks the car. I get out and so forth. And the first thing I noticed is this big, long line of people. And they all kind of looked tired and demoralized. And many of were, they had carts, empty carts, I might add. And they were kind of leaning over their carts, waiting. As I was walking up, uh, looks like the manager kind of opened the door. He's standing there in the middle of the door so no one can come in. And I asked him what was going on, and he said, well, you know, we're just controlling the number of people in the store. That way people can come in quietly and peacefully and get what they need and move on. Well, just as I was leaving, a guy walked up really, really rankled, really upset. I'm not going to tell you what he said. He was mad. I don't believe this kind of a thing is happening here. Man, I'm telling you, you could feel the anxiety level in that parking lot. So Wendy and I left Tucson, and as we were moving on, we're headed uh, uh, northeast, northwest, whatever the direction is there on 90. We were headed toward Casa Grande. We pulled over to Love's truck stop. Now, the main reason we did that is because we wanted to get gas. So as we pull up to the pump, there's this guy in this great big old pickup truck kind of swerving and moving in and everything, and we, we made it. We parked next to the gas pump without him hitting us, And he gets out of his truck, and I don't know what he said, but I'm telling you, he said, I just don't have the patience that I need these days. I can't stand what's going on. I just can't put up with anybody. Anxiety levels are at an all-time high. I'm going to read to you today from the book of Exodus, chapter 33, just a few verses. And again, it's that continuing story of God's people being set free. They've crossed the Red Sea. Now they're down wandering for their 40 years in the Sinai Peninsula. And if you remember the story, we actually talked about it last week. Folks are thirsty. They're not getting enough water. They're not getting enough food. They're ready to stone Moses. Moses, their leader, is doing the best that he can. What am I trying to say? Anxiety levels are high. They're sky high. Not only are the people um, just full of anxiety. They're not, they don't even know if they're going to be able to live. But here's Moses. Aaron's not part of this particular story. But here's Moses trying to figure out what to do. He's trying to keep the people calm. And it's not working. This story, he goes to God and he says, God... Are you even here? Where's your glory? Is it even present? Where are you, God? And finally God answers him, and then Moses says to God, Show me your glory. Listen to this. Exodus 33. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said... I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember, this is Moses talking to God, remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, Do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said to God, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be truly acceptable to you, our rock and our Redeemer. Well, friends, if you were here last week, uh, if you were here last week in church and we were talking about, uh, again, a little earlier episode in the Exodus journey, you would have heard me say that I've been reading a lot, of course, to find out what's going on next with uh, all the closures and all the different things going on with the coronavirus crisis. And I mentioned to you that I was reading in USA Today, and here's this this picture here, I'm looking at it right now, of like a subway, Uh, outside looking in, there's these ladies sitting here on the other side of the window, and they've all got these masks, these medical masks on. And the headline underneath that simply says, these are not normal times. You know, that's almost an understatement. These are not normal times. People can't even pull into a gas station without their anxiety spiking through the roof. You've got to line up to get into a store, a marketplace, and then if there's anything left in there, I suppose you'd say you're lucky. People are running into each other with carts. If you were here last week, remember I told you I'd stored up some things. I was inside the Walmart, put some things in a cart, Walked, I don't know, let's say four or five different uh, rows away. By the time I got back, my cart and all the things, the, uh, the, the items that I put in the cart, they were gone. I could feel my anxiety level just spiking through the roof. And was I even looking for God's glory? No, honestly, I wasn't. I was just trying to calm down or try to figure out what to do next. Fortunately, I just took a lot of deep breaths, said a prayer, and walked out of Walmart empty-handed. My friends, these are not normal times. Everything is shutting down. I told you that Wendy and I were in Tucson for a few days this week. I can remember Tuesday late afternoon, Wendy had her iPad. She was reading the news, and there was something there from the mayor of Tucson that said all bars and restaurants must in Tucson must close at 8 p.m. That was last Tuesday night. And then Wendy and I went out and walked around. I forget why. We were at a place there, a big parking lot, a strip center. And as we walked along, all these places had signs on the doors closed until further notice. We live in really strange times. We live in times that are just plain not normal. As we were finally leaving Tucson, I can remember we were in a, I forget what street we were, but there were a number of restaurants and fast food places and other cafes on my right, because Wendy was driving, and I can remember as we drove by, and I was trying to look into the windows, and all I saw were, through the windows, in these, in these restaurant windows, all I could see were the tables there, and then all the chairs turned upside down, and not a soul anyplace place. Anxiety is high. Craziness is high. Patience are at an extreme low. These times are not normal, my friends. Let me say one more word about the economic situation and just allow me to say this for a moment. Many of you know that we we are getting ready to retire, we're going to be living on Social Security and we're going to be living on... Um, um, our investments and things like that so yeah we've been watching those things I've got uh, an annuity I haven't hit the button yet because obviously the annuity is based on um, investments and those investments are at an all-time low in fact third week of February wow, the economy was great uh, the number I remember is that the Dow was twenty nine thousand one hundred and three Wow, what a time to hit the button. What a time to move on with retirement. Life was good. And now in mid March, our government is scrambling to save what's left of it. When I left the house this morning, I think it was 19, the doll's at 19, 7, 19, 778 or something like that. A third of the value lost in about three weeks or less. These are uncertain times. These are not normal times. These are times when the anxiety, heav- the, the anxiety levels are high and the grace and love levels for a lot of people are extremely low. So where's God's glory in the middle of all of this? Oh, God, where is your glory? In what way are you going to protect us by? By placing us in the cleft of a rock. Where do we go from here other than just from the kitchen to the restroom to the bedroom and not even step outside? So what do we do, oh God? I had told some of you that I planned this sermon series in Exodus three months ago. I had no clue at the time what was going to happen in the last month and a half with the coronavirus. I had no idea what was going to happen to our economy, none. Knowing me, I had days when I woke up and looked at the Dow and looked at our, va- our uh, situation for retirement and probably saw dollar signs. And I was thinking, yeah, man, we're in, we're in, like, we're in like Flint here. We're in like Flynn. We're just, we're just going to be fine. Honestly, I've studied this trip a lot, the journey of God's people across the Red Sea, through Sinai, 40 years. And I never realized that they had high times when there was a lot of food, a lot of manna had fallen from heaven. There was water from a rock. We talked about that last week. Things were good. Somebody reminded me the other day, I wonder how many people they buried on the way. Anxiety's high. high grace and love and comfort and peace probably had days when they were extremely low. So where do we go from here? Well, I encourage you to read the Exodus. Read the whole book of Exodus. You've probably got time to do that now. Get an idea of what these people were going through. And look how God continued to promise His presence all the way, even in the midst of the time when they were ready to hang Moses from his toes. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, he wrote, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. God's speaking to Moses here. And Moses said, well, how will anyone know that you are pleased with me? and that you're pleased with your people unless you go with us. What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said, Look for my glory. When anxiety levels are high, when patience are low, when your fears are high, When grace and love and care and comfort for one another is running low, look for my glory. Look for my glory. If you look for my glory, you're going to find it. Thank you, Moses. Moses spoke to God in this time and said, now show me your glory. My friends... It's time to look for God's glory because He's going to show us His glory. I've got just a couple of things. We're going to wrap up this sermon right now. I've got some things I've been thinking about a lot. As a matter of fact, this is a candy bar wrapper in my left hand where I made some notes in the last couple days about thoughts that have come to me. I just want to share these with you as your take-home for this week, okay? Here they are. Number one, let grace abound. Insist that grace and patience and love will rule you, will abound with you and the people around you. And even if they are being anxious and worried and fearful, allow God's grace and comfort and peace to just permeate everything you are. Number two, allow wisdom to be your guide. Allow God's wisdom to guide you. Be smart. Please do not allow any types of feelings of of responsibility or guilt or anything to drive you to attend an event where you may be overexposed Or, or an event where you might be carrying some sickness and you don't even know it and you would overexpose someone else. Don't allow anything but God's wisdom and leading and guiding to direct you to attend any type of an event. Thirdly, think about service. Think about service. Why did I write this down? Here's my notes. It says it's not about me. It's not about me. Especially this whole thing with the coronavirus and whether or not people are going to get infected. It's not about me. It's way 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 larger. It's bigger than me. I'm a pretty healthy guy. And I'll be fine I'll get over it whatever it is all the data supports that but what if I have the virus and I'm around people I don't even know I have it and I give it to someone whose system truly is compromised and they're and they're ill please remember service service thinking of others this whole situation right now is way way bigger than me. And then lastly, trust trust trust. The God of life is still is still the king of kings. God is still the king of kings. God is still the Lord of lords. Just as God said to Moses, listen. You might not know in your heart that I'm with you, but I've I've been there before. I'm beside you on either side. I'm going ahead of you. In fact, my glory is so powerful, I need to put you in the cleft of the rock to protect you from it. But get out there and share that glory. My friends, share God's glory. Know that God's glory will overcome whatever is going on here. We live in uncertain times, yes. We live in times where anxieties are high and grace and love and care and peace in our hearts appears to be running low, but it doesn't have to be that way. Oh, God, show me your glory so that I can show your glory to everyone else. And it's in the name of Christ our Lord that we pray, that we share God's glory. Oh, God, guide us during this time. Guide us to be your people Guide us to be patient and loving and kind even when we don't feel like it. Oh God, there's something going on right now and you're calling us to drop back. Maybe to even rest in the cleft of a rock somewhere so that you will continue to show us your glory. It's in Christ's holy name that we pray this day. Amen.